This podcast was created as a part of Podcast Lab by India Film Project in association with Anchor by Spotify. Hello everyone welcome back to another episode of Booty and the Binge my name is Jinu and with me i have my dear dear friend Adi hi adi hi jinu hello everyone so those of you who are joining us for the very first time this is a podcast where two queer folks from india talk about their very queer lives and we also talk about a piece of queer content be it a movie a tv show a docu series etc etc and then at the end of the podcast we are going to give you our verdict as to whether or not you should watch it so stick around for that adi this is our season finale how are you feeling oh my god oh my god do not bring that up <laughs> i i i was avoiding that conversation i was avoiding that realization for myself this season has been amazing and it's already come to an end i can't believe myself we just started we've just started and by the way just for our listeners even though we are calling this the season finale we are not stopping by any means we will continue making yes. episodes it's just that to give a structure to the entire show uh, th- we had decided this was going to be a set of episodes and this is the end of that set i would say uh, but yeah we, ju- we it literally feels like we started just now and we we are right already here yes yes and like jinu said there's a lot more coming up so do not give up on us because we haven't given up on ourselves <laughs> <laughs> so adi okay let me just rewind a little bit i want to take yeah. you back to 2018 i want to take you oh back to our boys hostel when yeah. i was blasting ariana grande songs from my room and you just stopped by and peeped in and in that moment you knew i was gay <laughs> i knew it i knew it yeah. and yeah. at that time did you think we will be on this journey like this and we will reach this never. point <laughs> never never so honestly for our listeners jinu uh, and i we are very enterprising and very gay at the same time and uh, when these two things just come up um you know they just make us uh, gay entrepreneurs <laughs> or like women in business <laughs> um so we always had this you know think about doing something and even when we were on our campus we wanted to do something uh, you know queer related uh, but for some reason or the other things did not happen but i'm so glad that this particular project uh really took its shape and uh, is thriving honey jinu took us back to 2018 i did not uh, know that you know he will take us this back i would just go back you know like one one year at max and uh, our conversation actually started so both jinu and i we used to love consuming content and uh, just talk about it for hours on phone calls and after every phone call we would feel that oh my god this can be a podcast and i think that's where it all started from hmm actually there was a reason i took you back to 2018 because uh, like you oh. said uh, we always wanted to do something uh, 
enterprising and in the queer space and one of the things we yeah. talked about very early on very early on during our friendship was how we wanted to start a queer media company that's how that that was the yes. starting point <laughs> oh my god yes 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 how can i forget that we wanted to be the uh, pink news or attitude of india and uh, that's yeah. where it started but then of course we are we were just students and we are still very new in our careers and we don't have the resources to do something that big and everything big has to start somewhere and so uh, we tried and tested a lot of different things but like adi said uh, it always came down to one thing whenever we are having a conversation it just takes a different shape and uh, and we used to just say why is it not a podcast and then that's when this podcast started getting developed in our brains but also both of us do watch a lot of queer content like i remember a yeah. lot of times even people i chat with on tinder and all they end up asking me can you give us some recommendations uh, on the shows that you are watching and i would always have like a list of shows for them and i remember uh, a lot of times we would struggle finding content right we would be like let, yeah. there, there should be somebody who tells us what to watch and yeah. which is when the concept of binge came into play so booty was always there but then binge got added to that and that's how this whole podcast came into being and i'm really glad adi that we are doing this together this is very special absolutely absolutely and i never thought that uh, you know so this podcast has allowed me to watch some amazing amazing movies um and of course shows on netflix amazon prime you name it um and you know the, the kind of busy lives that we live and we are already flooded by so much of mainstream cis het content that uh, it's it's very difficult for us to you know actually come back to the kind of stories and uh, you know storytelling that we like and this podcast gave me that opportunity so i i think every single time uh, and it's mostly jinu recommending which show we should watch or which film we should watch and i am somebody who just consumes um but every single time every recommendation has been mind blowing for me and uh, then again coming and discussing about it with a, my dearest friend oh. is the the most amazing experience for me and uh, again you know both jinu and i i think we took up this project when uh, our lives were a little chaos i mean they still are they still are very chaotic uh, we are struggling with really hectic jobs and uh, both you know living by ourselves in new cities new experiences uh, men are shitty boyfriends are <laughs> shitty so we are going through all of that but i think this this podcast really gives us a very refreshing breather um and um, i'm truly grateful for you know doing this with you jinu thank you so much oh and thank you so much for agreeing to do this with me because this took a lot of commitment and like you said both of us were having a really tough time in our personal lives when we started uh, making this podcast but then this became like our escape room when we are working on this podcast we keep all our worries aside and we are just focused on you know having a good time while recording this so i always say this is my happy place and i'm really glad i get to share it with you also i feel 
so in the media space in general in india uh, both of us come from marketing space i personally work in media there are not a lot of voices who reflect the kind of backgrounds that we come from right uh, that's true. Yeah. you identify as a non binary person i am a queer guy who grew up in a small town uh, both of these point of views i don't want to toot our own horn but i have never come across anybody else on the in the media space who is giving our opinions who is speaking for us so i feel like yeah. in that sense also to some extent i would want to say we are occupying that space and i'm really glad and i'm really honored that we are we are able to do that so i really hope we are doing justice to it as well but yeah that was definitely one of the things that i had in my mind when we started doing this absolutely and we could not have done this without you guys our listeners and uh, we started with nothing we started with uh, you know probably thinking that nobody is listening to us but over the over the weeks over the times and episodes we actually saw that people were listening to us and they were writing back and you know when we wouldn't upload uh, an episode we'll start getting texts on whatsapp saying hey where's your new episode when is it coming out i'm really keen uh, so that has been an amazing journey and uh, that makes me feel very blessed what about you jinu what do you have to say about our listeners absolutely absolutely i am also feeling really blessed this podcast was never from the point of view of making money or you know just becoming an influencer or anything we are still not we are still not so we are not making absolutely. any money <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. but what we wanted to do was let's say we become a reason for somebody to do something we become a voice of somebody who has never been heard or we make a little amount of difference in somebody's life if even that much little contribution we can make to somebody i feel like that's our achievement and to a good extent i would say we have been able to achieve that i still remember a lot of the conversations we have had in the booty part i know we usually keep it on the lighter side and we uh, speak in a very fun way but a lot of times we do touch on some of the really difficult topics and i'm really glad that somebody is talking about these things and and that somebody actually happens to be us i mean again uh, audience has definitely played a part in shaping this podcast because when we originally started that was not supposed to be the uh, like a larger part of the podcast that was just supposed to be a smaller part of it but then we started hearing your feedback and people actually started writing to us and telling us how they loved the booty part wherein we are talking about these things and you are the one who shaped this podcast so thank you so much for yes. you all and be a vocal yes. critique be a vocal supporter do keep telling us these things because we are doing this for you all and yeah i think this is the cta part of the podcast right now but yeah all yes, i want to say is yeah. really thank you so much for being there for us and stick around with us for a really long time because we are not stopping anytime soon uh, by the way uh, there is some sort of party going on right next to my building so you might be hearing a little bit about of music so <laughs> apologies oh for that right. <laughs> and for some reason the road next to my house is extremely busy with a lot of traffic so you might be hearing a little bit of honking and vehicles passing by 
So excuse us for that. This this has to happen on our finale episode, Gino. You know, this has never really happened with us before. Yeah, only one time yeah. that one crow had come to our window and just was like like shouting at the top of his voice. But yeah, apart yeah. from that, this has not happened before. <laughs> Yeah, 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 and also Ariel's Ariel's cats. Ariel's cats made their appearance in one of oh, the episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been blessed. Yeah, We've yeah. Been blessed. <laughs> unexpected guests. So, uh, talking about the unexpected guests, I think we should uh, dive into the movie of this week. Again, a very weird segue, but the first part of this movie, or uh, I don't know if this is going to be a series, but the first part or the uh, movie that initiated the franchise was Badhai Ho, which had the topic of an unexpected guest, uh, which was an uh, older couple having a pregnancy. And then the sequel, which they were calling the spiritual sequel, was called Badhai Do, and that's the movie we are going to discuss today. So, Adi, do you want to introduce our listeners to the movie? Sure, absolutely. Um, so, Badhai Do, now streaming on Netflix, uh, is actually about um, two queer people um, in India. Again, one a gay man and one a lesbian woman. Um, and uh, they are facing a lot of awkward questions from you know the people around them, their families, and eventually to stop all of that, they decide to enter into a marriage of convenience. For uh, for our listeners who uh, don't know what marriage of convenience is, it's basically a gay man deciding to marry a lesbian woman, and both of them living as friends, as roommates, and continuing with their queer life and their queer lifestyle. But for the rest of the world, they are a married couple and they pretty much look very hetero, straight in, in nature. Um, now, uh, about our characters of the film after they get married and uh, uh, the, the woman of the film falls in love with, uh, you know, another female. Um, and, you know, one day they get caught and, uh, you know, that's where all the drama... In fact, the, the drama starts happening right after they get married. Uh, it gets very, very chaotic for them. Uh, so, yeah, I think the film is about how they are just, uh, you know, juggling and, um, you know, making a lot of errors and a lot of comedy coming from those errors. Uh, so that's what Badhai Do is about. Um, you know, let's let's start talking about in more details, you know. Sure. So when this movie first released in theatres, I was actually planning to watch it in theatres. And uh, I watched a few reviews of this movie at that time. And this is my initial thought about the movie. Those reviews, a lot of those reviews obviously came from cis heterosexual people. Because mostly those are the people who are working on these review platforms. I mean, maybe. I'm not going to assume anything, but it felt like that because a lot of them said that the movie had this topic but they didn't dive deeper into the topic and uh, this social cause quote-unquote social cause did not come through as much as they would have liked and then so I had that in mind while I started watching this movie and maybe I had that prejudice in mind and maybe I was having that bias but because of that I tried to watch this movie from that lens and i actually was pleasantly surprised yeah for a reason for a very very yeah. simple reason why does a queer movie 
has to be a social cause movie yeah it doesn't have yeah. to be right this movie yeah. really beautifully does one really good thing and that is it doesn't doesn't make it an agenda it doesn't try to force a narrative and keeps telling us oh this is the social cause this is what should be happening this is what should not be happening that kind of simplicity is not there in this movie instead what they have shown is complexity of the topic itself the lavender marriage or marriage of convenience they have just shown situations through which the complexities get built up and they have shown how that is affecting not just the couple itself but people around that couple as well all of those things have been shown but not told and that that part is actually something i enjoyed so i do feel so the movie did not achieve a lot of great box office uh, box office success but i feel like that's also because of these uh, misdirected reviews because uh, a lot of these reviews tried to treat this movie as this cause based movie whereas this movie was just trying to tell a story and that was the beauty of this movie let's say you are watching something like a call me by your name call me by your name is a queer movie but it's not trying to tell you a lesson or teach you a lesson it's just a yeah. movie that's telling that that is telling your story just like that badai ho is telling you a very nice story in a very nice way yeah. in a very light hearted way as much as possible because the topic itself is quite complex and from that point agreed. of view i definitely like this movie and that's my initial thought what do you think adi agreed and you know i i totally agree on the on the part where you said it's uh, it's a bunch of situations that they've tried to show in a very realistic manner and even the range of situations that they've tried to show right from uh, you know growing up with a queer identity in a middle class family in a small town in india what that really feels like being in the closet what does that mean the whole reason of why you are in the closet because you know that the world around you is not going to accept you the way you are and uh, it's going to become a lot lot tough for you to you know just simply exist um and uh, all those challenges but at the same time you love your family and how you choose to navigate and continue loving them despite of the fact that they will never accept you for your for your real self um and then at the same time uh, you looking for excitement uh, when it comes to love you know the kind of happiness you feel when uh, someone else who's just like you responds to you uh, which we saw you know in the case of both uh, 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 the, the the male character and the female character um, uh, you know and at the same time so there were a lot of uh, bitter lessons and a lot of realities for us as well uh, so something as simple as men are going to be you know really insensitive no matter if they're straight or gay um and uh, you know no matter what your sexuality is your uh, your willingness to have a child in your life um uh, and then you know for a lot of queer people including myself constantly thinking about uh, leaving this country and going and settling down in a more accepting country all of those situations were so so realistic that i felt like oh my god they are literally telling my story on the screen and how do they know so much about me uh so that was that was amazing a, a very very nice experience for me uh you know and the the complaint that i have with most 
uh, queer stories is that oh it's you know it's straight people making queer films and they're not really telling the kind of stories which uh, I live and you know other people from my community live on day to day basis but maybe with this film i did not feel like that absolutely maybe i i would want to do some research on this maybe but uh, it felt like somebody on the script writing team or something might be from the queer community because a lot of these things even some of the funnier moments for example uh, when shardul and suman go on their honeymoon and shardul is joined by shardul's boyfriend over there uh, kabir and then they are yeah. fighting in their room and suman overhears their fight and they are actually fighting over so shardul is telling uh, <laughs> shardul is saying are tu de tu bola de tu versatile lekin har bar mai hi karta hu Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. that was such a killer moment. I was not expecting that, and I was like, okay, these these people have done their research, right? <laughs> that was so realistic. Oh my god, yes, yeah. <laughs> and even you know, just the, just before this, we talked about uh, what was that movie? Shubmangal Zada Saudan, and how you said uh, you did not feel the chemistry between uh, the lead couple in that movie. in this case yeah. in case of shardul and kabir that chemistry was there that was very much there and that was there. yeah and uh, we talked about how you know the dynamics between a queer couple are different from the dynamics of a straight couple again that was shown so beautifully in case of both uh, kabir and shardul and uh, suman and rimjim so a lot of nuance was definitely there in this movie like for the fact that uh, when uh, Kabir is trying to break up with Shardul he keeps texting somebody to call him so that he can like just he just pings somebody call call me and bail <laughs> bail me out of here <laughs> guilty as charged <laughs> yeah you know that particular moment and i realized that oh my god they have gone to another level of detailing where they are not just showing a queer relationship but they're also showing the age dynamics which is very real in our community absolutely and that happens that definitely happens and then there is a dialogue of uh, shardul where he realizes that okay kabir has finally ghosted him okay sorry spoiler alert but uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he has a dialogue where he talks about how he when he was young had a boyfriend who was older than him and when he wanted to uh, you know ghost that guy he did the same thing that kabir is doing with him so it's kind of like a circle that's going on <laughs> yeah yeah very realistic and uh, again the, the fight between rimjim and uh, suman uh, you know and i have seen that happening because i have a lesbian cousin and uh, you know she and her partner have stayed at my house uh, now that now they've broken up but i am better friends with her partner than my cousin uh but yeah i think uh, i i have seen those kind of fights and i was like oh my god you know that's my cousin and a girlfriend fighting with each other on the screen it was very very realistic i think perhaps that was the reason why some of these straight reviewers i'm again going back to that point but maybe some of these straight reviewers did not find this movie relatable because it was so relatable to us i think that happens to me when i'm watching straight love stories a lot of times i don't feel the emotional connect or i don't feel related to that but this time yeah. around while watching this one it was like literally like you said uh, it it felt like they have just shown our lives on the screen it was literally like that i really hope 
hope I will also find guys like Shardul and that uh, other guy that he finds in the end, the lawyer guy. <laughs> yeah, oh my god, you know, so, okay, I'll tell you something. When I started watching the film, so now Shardul is shown as this muscular macho guy, right? And then uh, he has a boyfriend who literally looks like a foreigner, does not look brown at all. Um, and um, he's 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 the twink fantasy for most of the the gay community. And I was like, oh my god, okay, so they they are showing good looking boys in love again, right? And I was a little disappointed because I do not identify with those people, right? But then came uh, the second boyfriend in the second half of the film, Anam, um, and Anam is uh, feminine. Anam is out and proud and loud. And uh, Anam was everything I I was identifying with. So I was like, oh my God, yes, there is hope for me. <laughs> you know, yeah, I you felt will that find a policeman that. for yourself. <laughs> yes, yes, I will. So next time when you are at the pride parade, you have to find the policeman and you have to blow on his face. <laughs> and that guy will fall for you. <laughs> and mind you, in that particular scene, they are not at a pride parade. They are at a barrage. Oh, yes. Yeah, they're at a barat. So uh, that particular scene reminded me of two things. So, you know, when people keep saying that, oh, there are uh, gay pride parades, what about straight people? And then, you know, uh, very quickly comes the response saying, oh, their barats are actually their pride parades. Uh, so, you know, th- that kind of correlation, if, if two gay people are getting married and they have a barat coming in, it would look like a pride parade for sure. Absolutely. So I was like, yeah. wow, <laughs> they got that right. They really got that right. And now wherever there is a parade happening, I'll go and I'll keep looking at the policemen. <laughs> and I'll be like, hey, do you want me to come blow on your face, honey? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, the depiction of internalized homophobia like for the fact that uh, when Rajkumar Rao is talking to Bhumi Pednekar about this proposal of getting into this marriage of convenience, he's struggling to say the word gay. And that is so yeah. realistic. Like that happens. Like when you are initially in this phase, when you are you are really closeted, you struggle to say the word gay. Like even uh, Trixie Patel has said in one of her videos that uh, saying the word gay out loud felt, uh, feels like you are dying a thousand deaths. <laughs> it's literally true. Yeah. It happens. And they have, and hats off to Rajkumar Rao for such great acting because he has truly conveyed the hesitation of wanting to say that word but not trying to say that word. Those kind of... Uh, nuances in his acting are really really good and even there was this one scene that really stood out for me so uh, Rajkumar Rao is fond of watching WWE kind of uh, uh, content on TV and uh, they talk about oh that's such a gay thing and then uh, when he's back at his uh, native place he sees uh, one of his nephews watching WWE and he gets concerned he gets concerned about oh my god is my nephew also gay <laughs> true 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 and in fact Gino, you know the, the the moment that you're talking about that truly explains uh why we need terms like pride uh you know around uh, you know our identity of being from the lgbtqi community like people keep saying oh what so you know what's there to be proud about being gay right I mean, this is what it is. We are constantly shamed right from our childhood about our identities. 
so much so that we don't want other people and other kids to go through that same experience and that's why you know we are constantly uh, you know feeling a little bit of relief if kids in our family uh, identify as queer which for me like you know over over the years i have uh, learned how to be proud about my identity and whenever i learn about uh any family member also being from the community i i feel happy for them and i'm like wow amazing uh who wants to be straight anymore <laughs> you know <laughs> sorry all our cis het straight hit listeners but uh, yes we are better <laughs> i really in- liked the the whole um, you know parent uh, parent child relationship as well um and like you know the gradual growth mm, yeah you know like in the end uh shardul's mother showing the real support and uh, you know for queer people and i've i've heard this from a lot of my partners uh ex partners uh who are closeted and you know we've we've had these fights about why don't you come out why don't you accept me why don't you introduce me to your parents why can't we hold hands in public and they would always say things like you know what um, yes i am hesitant yes i am closeted but the day my parents accept me i don't care about the rest of the world and i will actually start embracing my identity but my only concern is my parents and i feel that they won't accept now even the kind of family that i come from uh they have improved a lot over the last 2 3 years let me tell you that but there was a lot of hesitation and uh, i think if somebody should watch this film it's the parents uh because we see you know both the characters shardul and suman uh finally making peace with their identities and uh, choosing to live in their marriage of convenience setup but uh, The, the, there's a huge difference between how parents react to you know the identities and the film ending especially yeah. when Shardul uh, is sitting with his boyfriend and Suman is sitting with Rimjim that is the most beautiful thing for me absolutely in uh, fact you know what i was thinking uh, in that particular scene uh, the last scene where shardul is sitting with anam and suman is uh, sitting with rimjim and suman has uh, that kid in her uh, in her lap i was feeling like yeah. this could be indian version of modern family you know this has to be yeah. a show in its own self it's such a like that entire scene itself was so heartwarming and also uh, you mentioned uh, the dynamic between shardul and shardul's mother mother uh, the scene where shardul comes out after that there are no dialogues from his mother okay the entire scene is just emotions and it is such a yeah. beautiful scene i i am not going to like yeah. i was literally in tears while watching it like the the height of great acting both the actors rajkumar rao and shiba chidda both of them have done such fabulous job oh my god in that scene if you are not moved to tears i don't know what kind of person you are you are in that particular moment that particular moment did not require any dialogues but spoke so many things it was basically uh, shardul saying that mom this is who i am okay and i am not very proud i am crying but he was at his most vulnerable self and you know the mother just 
embracing the child and saying that it's absolutely all right now in in most films that we've seen this this dialogue actually happens right yeah where mother is like oh you know you're my child after all and i will accept you the way you are and you know all of that but in reality it doesn't happen yeah mothers are doesn't. taking their own time to process yeah children are taking their own time to process you know how how you know what did just happen we came out to our moms is this information you know too much for them are they going to have a heart attack after this so a lot of processing going on on both the ends and all you really need is you know that that physical that that embracing that that hug from your parent and they have very rightly shown that absolutely absolutely even uh, in the yeah. end where they have shown some acceptance from suman's dad even that scene is so beautiful again very minimal dialogue very minimal dialogue he all he says yeah. is he tells rimjim to go and sit next to suman that's about it that's the whole scene but that just that small gesture just says so much and again like kudos yeah. to the writers kudos to the writers i really like the pa- fact that they have not spelled everything out like we talked about yeah. this when we were discussing chandigarh kare ashki about how everything was very 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 explained in this particular movie they did not do that they held back and it paid off for me at least it definitely paid off yeah 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 in fact even uh, you know that particular scene where uh, suman's father says that meri beti kyun mere hi ghar mein kyun yeah that scene literally has happened with me you know with my parents um, and when i first came out my parents basically took a very long time to process a uh, very long time to you know finally be okay with it but my mother's reaction was mere hi ghar mein kyun and she just burst into tears and i was like oh my god somebody like there's a there's a cctv camera and they actually caught those moments and then they fitted into this film so uh hats off to the 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 story writers the directors the actors everyone who has worked on this film and i'm super glad that uh, it is on netflix and available for people to watch Yeah and in fact uh, we mentioned how this movie did not do that well on box office but on Netflix it's been like 2 weeks now and the movie is still number 1 by the way so movie is doing well yeah. on Netflix uh, maybe again it tells you the fact that queer audiences are more on OTT than they are you know more group watching setup which is uh, in movie theater so which is again understandable but uh, yeah i think uh, we shouldn't be judging the uh, success of a movie just based on box office anymore it maybe tells talks about that as well so yeah uh, this movie is there on netflix and i think we should uh, pop the question now adi so do you think this movie yes, deserves yes. a booty or a binge this movie definitely deserves a binge and you know who decides the success of the film the the booty and the binge meter okay <laughs> so we are saying that it this movie is a binge which means this movie is a success you have to have to watch it uh you watch it with your partner you watch it with uh your children you watch it with your parents and uh, we can assure you everyone will have an amazing time and a lot of learning in ways when you know where it will not feel like that it's a lot of learning uh but uh, i think that's what we need in this country yes yeah what about you gino 
I 100% agree. This movie is a massive, massive binge from me as well. And it feels like a breeze. This movie just starts and ends. You won't even realize this movie has passed. It's, it's that smooth experience. Uh, like, at no point did I feel the movie was dragging. Uh, and again, uh, one of the finest queer films I've seen, at least in India. So definitely go check it out. It's there on Netflix. And it's a massive, massive binge from me. And with that, we have come to the end of our finale episode. Uh, again, a big, big thank you to all our listeners who continued and became a part of this journey. And like we said, there is a lot more coming up. So stay tuned. Follow us firstly on all the platforms where you get your podcast from. Um, you know, be it Spotify or Ghana.com and there are so many other platforms we are there everywhere uh, we are also there on social media by the same name booty and the binge you can find us on instagram drop us a dm there let us know what you feel about our episodes or if you want to just reach out through the good old fashion of writing an email you can do that our email id is booty and the binge at the rate gmail.com and we would love to hear from you what you want to uh, you know listen about in our upcoming seasons and episodes and we are just there for you yes and with that it's a wrap bye bye